what you gonna do, brother? We about to run wild with a style like no other So somebody call bro this clay mother And tell her Richard runs on the men like head lover And Doc Dre, what Scott say, what they Hang on every word like it's something that the rock say No JR, but they talking wrestling We bring the noise with the boys, so we don't encastling So masculine, who's in machismo Mutton chop shop, Gran Turismo No free throws, it's not hoops and heels It's the rise retirement, give me the super feels Straight shoot, it's real, drop a pipe bomb, get rid of the bull like the rock's right arm So stay calm, tranquilo I'll go Naito and give him destino And we know that you chumps ain't ready for the heartbreak runs And the Cuban Genetti They drop a heavy tag team it like Teddy Long go strong with the heat like Eddie So steady like when take a walk the tight ropes Baz like Taz with the mic and a tight choke Dirtiest player in the game with the eye poke Neck. So bounce like Papa Pump's pecs Every time they get down, they bound to catch wreck Y'all don't know nada, they the Okadas You're the Washington Generals, they the Globetrotters A whole lot of podcasts on the scene But Richard Runs running wild as the cast of your dreams So it seems these two is too sweet Bullet club pulling up with schemes to delete So retreat, we steal, we cheat But I never lie, I swear on these beats And these two got some styles for you But what you gonna do when they run wild? On you. Oh, hell yeah. It's the big dog, Red Tires. And you're listening to the Running Wild Podcast. Because if you're trying to run wild, this is the place to do it. Do you want to let everyone know that you get it? Do you not want to be a Melvin? Well, then listen to the Running Wild Podcast. And if you don't, you know what you are. I'm the last real man, Silas Young. And if you're any kind of man, you'll be listening to the Running Wild Podcast. Hey guys, this is Mandy Leon, and you're listening to the Running Wild Podcast. This is Sam Adonis, Eludo de las Chicas, CMLL, and you are listening to the Running Wild Podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Running Wild Podcast. I'm your host, Rich, alongside you as always, my co-host, Runs. Yes, sir. Alright, we got a lot to talk about tonight. We'll be previewing uh, WWE Hell in a Cell, as well as PWG Battle of Los Angeles 2018, a.k.a. Uh, the moment when Runs stops following social media and I can start to do our favorite game, Two Truths, One Lie, uh, starting next week, where if you guys want to send them in, please send them in to runningwildpodcast at gmail.com or, no, don't send it on Twitter, actually, because Runs can take a look at that. So forget it. Just email. I don't think he checks that. And we will do Two Truths, One Lie if you help me out with some lies so that we can try to confuse runs on what's happening in professional wrestling. Before we get into awareness, I want to remind you that we're brought to you in partnership with PWPoundings.com, ROHWorld.com, LastWordOnProWrestling.com, and we're featured on the Wrestling to the Max Network. All right, so do you want to start with Bola, or do you want to start with Helen Cell? Um, I mean, I think uh, we'd be a little <clears throat> um, remiss if we didn't discuss uh, just briefly um, that we went to Evolve 113 last weekend, and um, it was definitely a show that I wasn't necessarily, like, anticipating anything, you know, amazing. Obviously, we were going because uh, Velveteen Dream was going to be there, etc., but um, the show overall really kind of blew me away, and, you know, it, it 
was really enjoyable. It was great to be back in Laboon, and the crowd was hot for everything, and it kind of, uh, you know, opened my eyes back up to like, all right, well, hey, next time they're here, I'll be there, because even before Velveteen Dream and Darby, uh, it was a, a hell of a show and really enjoyable. Yeah, I felt the same way. I didn't get to watch the whole thing live. I got to see the last two matches live because uh, I brought my little guy to the show with me, and um, it took him a long time to get his Lucha stuff together because I couldn't convince him that the guys wouldn't have masks. Um, from his, By the way, his review of the show was um, he wanted to go home immediately, and he's also upset that they did not have masks and or toys for sale. So... If you guys work for Evolve and you've got your merch tables, you're missing out on, on a lot of uh, a lot of sales there because uh, there are a ton of four-year-olds hanging out of the boom. But seriously, I went back and then I, I got to watch the show when I got home. And I, I really enjoyed the show. I mean, it was start to I, I thought the six-way start was hot. Um, <laughs> right. Like it, it got the show off to a great start and it, it didn't slow down at all. And look... I mean, I, I hate to be this guy who brings this up all the time, but two hours and 20 minutes, man, that was great. I mean, I wish I'd been there the whole time. I was I was actually anticipating that they would have a, they had an intermission the night before, so I figured they would do the same thing at Laboom, and they didn't, so that's why I got there. Um, I, that's why I missed more of the show than I anticipated. But, man, like, you just have a brisk, good, solid show that ends in under two hours and 30 minutes... I don't think anyone felt gypped because it ended earlier than maybe you may have thought. Uh, I don't know about you, but I was home by like nine o'clock. Uh, it was kind of fantastic. Oh yeah, it was. You know, it's always nice uh, those six o'clock starts, and they're over by eight thirty. You know, yeah, and you could stay and hang out, and then like dance some salsa music after the show's over until like ten, and you know, have a great time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But seeing Velveteen Dream there was really cool. I mean, I, I just kind of what stood out to me is like he works. He's as effective in a big arena as he is in a small, small setting. <clears throat> right. Like the the vibe that I got was like, this is what he does on NXT house shows. You know, like yeah. he played with the crowd so much and it was enjoyable every second of it. So. Um, yeah, literally zero complaints uh, overall and definitely about uh, the Velveteen Dream experience. No, yeah, he was great. I mean, I thought Darby was great. You know, at first it didn't say it was weird because Velveteen Dream kind of tr- kept trying to play the heel and talk about, like, you know, NXT and everything. and But people started cheering that. <laughs> like So that didn't kind of work. But then as the match progressed, like, the crowd I thought was really behind Darby and really kind of, I mean, a lot of people still want to dream, but I think they did a good job of kind of like turning it around. Yeah. So if you haven't taken, if you haven't gotten to seeing it, I would take a look at it. Um, I, I would also feel terrible if I didn't mention it. I'm not sure if you got a chance to watch it runs the, uh, this week on TV on ROH TV, you had Jonathan Gresham versus Jay Lethal in a 30 minute, Iron Man match for the ROH championship. Uh, they have it on on fight. You can go check it out. And there's an unedited version, so like no cuts to commercial or anything. 
that is on the Honor Club service, which is kind of really mm-hmm. cool. Apparently, apparently they, they basically told, like normally they'll cut and then they'll come back. They told Ian Riccoboni to call it straight through. Like, don't don't plan for commercial breaks. Just call it like we never went away. So that's kind of like it's kind of a cool unedited uh, version. And I just feel like a real throwback to old ROH matches. I mean, like legitimately, I, I this is one of the best ROH matches I've <coughs> seen in a long time. I don't mean a year. I don't mean two years. I mean, this was fantastic. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's kind of what Gresham and Lethal, Lethal do when they wrestle. You know, they... They're just so good, and they're together. They have such a good chemistry that you know it's one of those things where um, it definitely benefits Gresham every time. But like, it's it's also something where now like I gotta see Gresham progress, you know, and like yeah. I want to see him become a bigger star, not just in these matches with Lethal. You know, I want to see him in storylines with other guys, and you know, it, it's obviously the the comparisons are there from when Lethal was uh, first in ROH and, and all of that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, I, I just hopefully, uh, you know, sooner rather than later, uh, he, he starts to climb that ladder. Oh, totally agreed. I mean, I think he's somebody that should be a major player there. We've been saying it for a while. So, I mean, not just us. I mean, I think there are a lot. There's a very large contingent of fans, especially uh, Ring of Honor fans who want to see Jonathan Gresham be used more and, and be used in a prominent way. Who is the TV champion right now? Punishment. Tell, yeah, Punishment Martinez. Yeah, okay. He's, so, I mean, that's that's a good feud for him, I, I think. Uh, you know, Punishment can go, and, and that's a perfect, like, uh, big monster versus, you know, this wrestler who, you know, is going to keep coming, and he has the heart and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, you know, the table is there if they wanted to do so but i don't know i don't get that 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 vibe yet oh uh, they they've had matches before they've had a match before which i really enjoyed uh gresham does this fun thing like punishment will go pick him up and gresham like uses his legs against punishment's legs so punishment can't pick him up off the ground uh just like uh, amazing small man stuff versus a big man like he does these little tiny right. things that you're like yo you can legit do that so that you know this guy doesn't throw you around so it's I'd like to see that. It would be interesting. I mean, uh, Punishment, and we'll talk about it uh, you know, in the coming weeks, but Punishment's going to face off against Chris Sabin at Death Before Dishonor. So, you know, it, it, I could see a scenario where Sabin wins and then you end up having, like, Sabin versus Gresham. Well, that would be dumb, I believe. Don't, don't, I don't want to see Sabin anywhere near a championship. All right. And then it, it takes away from... The monster versus the smaller guy in Gresham. But. True. I mean, but with Shelly leaving, I wouldn't be shocked if Saban got a run. But wouldn't that anger you? If Saban won? Um, yeah. No. Isn't, isn't that like, oh, Eddie Guerrero is gone, so now here's Rey Mysterio as the champion? Eddie Guerrero. Oh, okay. Shelly is gone, so now Saban is the champion? Yo, retirement and, like, I wasn't upset when Christian tried to do it. Um,. One more match. I disagree with you, but okay. I think I was for him, and and Statwife was very against him. Like she hated well, Christian. To this day, but, she hates him. Like she can't. She's like Vince McMahon. She's like I just can't stand his face. I don't know why. I don't know what he ever did, but she she remembers that. Um, I don't know. I 
I know what you're saying, but I don't know. I, I guess I guess I got dragged into the emotion when uh, when Shelly gave that retirement speech, and uh, and then punishment attacked him and attacked him backstage and, and attacked like hit his mouth with the chair, and that's exactly one of the reasons why he's retiring. So I bought in, man. They got me. So if Saban wins, I'm not upset. That's fine. All right. Uh, so yeah. So definitely go check out though. I would go check out that match, that ROH match. It's fantastic. All right. So you want to jump uh, Bola? I guess since it starts first. Whatever. All right. So we're gonna start off with PWG the Battle of Los Angeles taking place September 14th through the 16th. So you got 24 guys. Um, you have Sema. You know, I'm not gonna announce all the names because you're gonna stop listening after the fourth. I'm just gonna go to the matchups. Uh, we can kind of make our quick picks because uh, there's two nights to go through. Uh, first match, uh, not that first match I think is going to happen, but PCO versus Brody King. Okay. I mean, Brody King's like their local guy, but man, right. how do you not? How do you bring? I mean, guys can lose in bowl in the first round, and then they still have they still play parts in the next two nights, but which PCO is. Kind of perfect for that slow motion match or, or that that big man match that <clears throat> you know they they always do on night two or three. But um, you know it, it could go either way. Uh, like you said, Brody King is is kind of uh, you know the local LA guy, and you know I have really enjoyed uh, his work. So uh, I'm going to say Brody King wins, and you know maybe even goes to the finals. Wouldn't be surprised. Uh, next, we have David Starr versus Joey Janela. Uh, this is—I gotta go, Janela, man. He's got a—he's—he's he's got a hot year, you know. He's been See, important everywhere, right? But that's the kind of match where, like, I can see Starr, who also is kind of blowing up, um, you know, a little more like a, a little more underground still um, than Janela, but. You know, that's one of those where, like, David Starr gets that win, he talks trash, all, all of that kind of stuff. Uh, so I, I'll go David Starr there. All right. So uh, differing on that one, I got Janela. Uh, then we have Bandito versus T-Hawk. I know nothing about T-Hawk, but I know I love Bandito, and I loved him before all in. Guy is crazy. I think he does some really cool stuff. I want to see this guy uh, advance here. Yeah, I mean, ever since I saw Bandito on PWG a, a few shows ago. It was just, it was love at first sight. Um, awesome look, awesome in the ring, cool name. Uh, so he, he, he's got everything going for him at the moment. And yeah, I'm with you. Uh, no idea who T-Hawk is, but, you know, it's Bola, so I'm sure he's someone worthy of being there and this will be a fun match. Yeah, he's. A, I mean, he is from Dragon Gate. I know that much, but that's that's about where my my background stops. All right. And then next we have uh, Sema, if I'm saying that right. He's from Dragon Gate as mm-hmm. well, versus Jody mm-hmm. Fleisch. <clears throat> That's tough. Uh, Sema has been around for a while, um, but, you know, that doesn't mean anything. Uh, this could be a nice win for Fleisch to get, but, um, you know, I could see it going either way. Yeah, I'll just pick Sema just because that's the... I rec- I mean I I've no- I know a flash now because of the Ring of Honor tour, but I've heard of Sema a little bit more. Uh, then in a match, a first run match that breaks my my damn heart here. I don't know why you gotta do this, guys. Flamita versus Puma King. 
Um, couldn't we just have them in different matches uh, to start? Uh, I'm. I know I'm just. Uh, you know, you're supposed to kind of just want to enjoy the enjoy the tournament and see who does really well. But hot damn, uh, Flamina's really good. I just said hot damn, by the way. Um, I really, you know, Puma Kings. He's a CMLL dude. Uh, he's now branching out to the American Indies. He's left CMLL. I really like him. I think he's really entertaining. Uh, he's got a great mat-based mat style. Uh, Flamita's a little bit more of a high flyer, so I think Puma will be a good base for him. Uh, kind of breaks my heart that I got to pick uh, Flamita here and not uh, not Puma King. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Flamita. He's he's more of a PWG uh, regular, so to speak. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think he he gets a win and you know goes a little far far in this tournament. Uh, then you got Adam Brooks versus Ray Horace. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with my boy. I'm probably wrong here, but my boy Dragon is Tekka Jr. Uh, Ray Horace uh, picking up the victory and moving on in the tournament. Yeah, I mean, kind of the... I mean, Brooks has been on the last couple shows, but, um, yeah, kind of the same thing. Horace has been uh, more of a staple there, so uh, I can see him getting the win and, you know, <coughs> moving on. To round out night one, we've got uh, Shinjo Tagaki? No. Takagi uh, and Dragunov versus Rinkumpf, uh Walter and Thatcher. Just because I had such a yep. hard time pronouncing the names of the first two guys, I'm going to go with Rinkumpf winning. <laughs> I I could be completely wrong, but also I mean I I don't think we need to pick the non-tournament matches. It was one. That it was the last match. Messed up my uh, not knowing things. Oh, okay. I mean, all right. I won't mention. Well, there aren't any announced for night two. This is only night one. And the reason I mentioned it is because on night two, you have Walter versus Thatcher in the first round. So I could see them winning. Right, which is a cool, cool matchup. You know, and then the next night, they end up fighting each other. I mean, wow. I don't, this is, wait a minute. Isn't, um, am I crazy? Is Walter, no. Isn't Walter the PWG champion? I, maybe. Okay. I don't know. Um, this is why I'm saying we should not talk about those things. Well, I mean, he's just there. Uh, sorry, but he's facing... This is a regular match, a tournament match. He's facing no, Thatcher. Yeah, I so I was just trying to establish I know, whether I think Thatcher has to win or he not. He was. I don't know if he still oh, is, okay. which is what I'm saying. Yeah. I, don't, I just remember that being mentioned a while ago and us talking about it. So that's why I thought I could right. say that. So because in my head, if he's champ, then Thatcher wins because... I, I think Thatcher's mm. going to win. I don't know. I just don't think you have him. Yeah, on. I don't think Thatcher wins anyway. All right. Well, uh, then uh, Darby Allen versus Jeff Cobb. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, this is going to be fun. Uh, this is tough. Uh, I, but I think that um, I think Darby Allen advances here. I think he's going to. It's going to be a you know great his his bread and butter. David versus Goliath match. I think he kind of goes, uh, you know, he just kind of it kind of gets crazy at the end, and he just pulls off an upset victory. Uh, I disagree. Um, <clears throat> man, Cobb is just uh, awesome, and he is going to launch Darby Allen around the ring. 
Um, and that's going to be so much fun. Um, Darby is another, I mean, either one of them fits into that multi-man match, but I, I think Darby it just fits perfectly into that match, diving all over the place and sacrificing his body and everything. So, um, Cobb was in the finals last year and lost to Ricochet. Um, so I wouldn't put it past anyone if, if he's in it for the long haul and possibly even wins it this year. Hmm. All right, hot take. Uh, next match, Sammy Guerrero versus Jonah Rock. Um, this one's t- I mean... I feel like you need some. It's you not need some because big... I despise Sammy Guevara. All right, so uh, yeah, I was gonna go with uh, Jonah Rock. I just felt like you need some more big men moving on. We had, I had personally picked a lot of the little guys. <laughs> you don't think uh, Walter and Cobb is enough? No, I think you need more. Just <laughs> like some crazy house battles. No, yeah, I, I like Jonah Rock, but I, I could definitely see Guevara winning this. You know, he's that cocky little heel, so I, I can see that. Fair. Uh, next, uh, we got Robbie Eagles versus DJZ. Uh, gotta go with my boy DJZ here. I just love hearing the the ridic- what is it? The horns like during the match is just yeah. fa- fantastic. Um, he's just uh, yeah. I I, I kind of I don't know much about Eagles, but I think that um I, I think that's gonna be DJZ here. Eagles is solid. Um, he he's one of those guys where like you could tell you know. Um, when they're like first coming over to PWG and, and that sort of thing, like they're, they're going a million miles per minute, you know? So, um, it, sometimes it's tough, like, all right, man, slow down, but he, he's really good and he does some cool things in there. So, um, he, he was pretty solid in last year's. He's been good. Um, in the couple shows that I've seen him on since then. So uh, I'll go with Eagles. All right, and the last match of the first round. Wait, I'm sorry. Oh, there's two more. Um, you have Dragunov versus uh, Tagaki that I, we mentioned earlier. I mean, I could flip a coin on here. I don't know who I'm picking. I'm going to go I with... Honestly, yeah, I couldn't tell you who either one is. So. Dragunov, just because kind of got a sure. dragon in his name. And uh, the last match... So this was Chris Brooks. Um, the news came out that he's been injured and he's been replaced. So it'll be Marco Stunt versus Trevor Lee. Nice. I, I love mean, Trevor Lee. He's awesome at PWG. He's always entertaining. Um, but this is the perfect match then for Marco Stunt to win. Yeah. Um, you know, Trevor Lee comes out. He talks trash all the time. And... You know, he always mentions his TNA and Impact and all that stuff. So I can see all that happening. Maybe Stunt gets a quick roll-up or maybe, you know, whatever. They just have the match and uh, Stunt eventually gets the win. Stunt Stunt versus Darby would be a a pretty fun second-round matchup just because they're kind of like the same person. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I would enjoy it. Uh, No, I I really like him. He's he's fun, you know. Uh, You could tell he's having a lot of fun in that ring and... People are having fun watching them, so it's, I'd like to see Marco Stunt move on. Yeah. All right. So that's our Pete. I, I won't mention the other matches. Um, no, you will not. All right. Uh, just a question. Uh, isn't it, aren't you now currently caught up with OPWG, or they haven't sent out some shows? I believe I am currently caught up. 
but I could be wrong. All right. So let's move on to WWE Hell in a Cell. So here we go. Uh, the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, The New Day, will be taking on Rusev and Aiden English. I mean, I love Rusev and English. Like, they're hilarious, but I don't think there's any way they beat The New Day. I don't know. Like, New Day doesn't really need the tag titles, and I don't know if they just got them because of whatchamacallit, of uh, Rowan's injury. But I don't know. Um, Rusev Day is really over, and if they don't give them anything, then they may just end up by the wayside. So I'll, I'll, I'll be pulling for uh, Rusev Day here. All right. I mean, I'm pulling for them, but I still think the New Day takes it. Then we have yeah. the Raw Tag Team Champions, Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. I'm definitely like really looking forward to this. Um, they, you know, Drew and, and Dolph have been feuding with Seth and you know uh, Ambrose for a little bit, but you know, adding this whole Shield and uh, the Dogs of War or whatever yeah. um, that. That has definitely helped. Um, I love Drew and Dolph as the tag team champions. Uh, I don't mind Seth and Ambrose challenging. It makes sense. They should want to challenge them. Um, And I don't think they'll win. So uh, that's perfectly fine. Maybe it's a DQ. Maybe it's something like that. But I'm definitely looking forward to this match. And I think it'll be really good. Yeah, I mean, I'm really happy, you know, Super happy to see that that McIntyre is champion and they're they're using him. Uh, Love the pairing with Ziggler. I've loved it for for a while. Now that the fact that the two of them are paired up with Braun is is genius. Uh, The Shield being back together, I think I said a couple weeks ago, was fantastic in this in this form. Uh, I don't think I don't think it's time for Seth and Dean to to win just yet. I think that uh, Ziggler McIntyre pull it out somehow, some some shenanigans or something. Especially when Seth is still the IC champ. Yeah, I mean that's. I don't think you're gonna have. I mean, it would be a, it would be a pretty cool visual, if you did have, the IC champion, the tag team champions, and the world ch- and the universal champion all be members of the shield standing at the end of the show together holding their titles up but then you just... you have the tag team champion standing with the universal champion to end the show ooh spoilers for uh 7 minutes from now but that's a, that would be really interesting too but then they wouldn't have the icy title right so like like right they wouldn't have that one but Who's the, who's the Royal Women's Champion? Uh, Rousey? The Rousey joins the Shield, and then boom, they have all the titles. <laughs> Alright, so officially, you're going with uh, Shield or with Dogs? I guess the Dogs, but I, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if it's a, a count-out DQ or something along those lines. Alright, fair. Uh, then we have a, a mixed tag team match, Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella versus The Miz and Maurice. I, I, this isn't the blow-off, but I don't know. 
with the women's like the evolution show coming up i think you get you you give the optic you know of of brie winning this match and uh, i mean here's just a little uh, problem but like do we really need to watch the bellas on raw and smackdown they're like john uh, i cena. certainly don't they're john cena level uh free agents they can go anywhere they want apparently yeah that's all well and good for them, but I certainly do not need to see them wrestle two times a week. Uh, that's just crazy. Maybe they're doing it to get them back in shape or whatever, but I don't know. Um, it's all about you know something I could definitely. Here. Yeah, but I don't need to see them on yeah, every yeah. show. I don't want it either. Uh, you know, involved in two like the Riot Squad stuff is whatever, but they're involved in two main storylines going forward right now. Like that's kind of crazy, um, but yeah. I don't know. Um, Miz got the win in one on one, right? So you're assuming Brian and Bree get the win here uh, to set up something down the line with Brian and Miz. Um, you know, so that that makes the most sense to me. So that's where we'll go. Yeah, like they win, and maybe Miz can say something like, "If it wasn't for your wife, you wouldn't have won that match." And then Brian right. gets even angrier. So I enjoy that. Although I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't mind, you know, like the baby being ringside and handing off some brass knucks once again to her parents. Well, who's going to be with her? Maurice's mom. I'd be fine with that. Could have anyone. No one will know it was her mom. Well, I know, but like, that's what I'm saying. Like, who's you know who's going to be sitting there with the baby? I wish I'd been. Wa- I wish I was watching um, Ms. and Mrs. Uh, so that I could answer that. Because there's got to be like a thir- somebody else on the show that helps out with the kid or something. John Morrison. <laughs> yeah, I hope it's John Morrison. I would. I would die, man. Uh, that would be amazing. <clears throat> well, yeah. I mean, it's one of those matches where like it's not the end of the world uh, either way. So like, Ms. and Maurice can cheat to get the win and hold it over them. Or Brian and Bree can get the win and, and move forward, you know. Yeah, I, I think no matter what, these two teams haven't, these two sides haven't seen the last of each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have the SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte defending against Becky Lynch. I mean, it's see, the, this is the problem for me, like with how close things are. Like, I don't think this close to SummerSlam, there's any chance that Becky wins the title. Like this soon after SummerSlam? Yeah, like, yeah, believably, right? Like, I would think, like, like, uh, a couple more... Uh, but, you know, it's one of those things where the Charlotte win ignited Becky and, like, sent her to another level, so maybe now she kind of gets um, that win finally. But I, I don't know. I, I'm with you, you know. Maybe this one ends in, in some form of DQ or, or something like that, um, and then it continues. Because I don't think it's over either. So I, I'm being picky, but I wouldn't mind. I would have liked to see Charlotte defend against somebody else. Becky be furious that somebody else is getting a title shot, and then attack that person and cause a DQ. Attack, uh, attack. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, attack like whoever's challenging and then attack. You know. Charlotte afterwards. I mean, just something to like, yes, it's a pay-per-view. Yes, you want the title defended. 
but the bigger story is the is are the issues between Becky and Charlotte. You could stretch this out for months. I think like the the Becky heel turn deserves that and build her a little bit more. Before you know, if she loses clean, like or anywhere near to clean, like it, it'll be a terrible mistake. Like she's got it's she's got to lose in a way that leaves some doubt because if she just turns heel, she gets her title shot, she doesn't win and she loses clean, like she's dead in the water. Yeah, but I mean, like, even if Charlotte catches her and makes her, uh, you know, uh, pins her with a roll up or, or whatever, you know, Becky could always snap afterwards and, and beat the crap out of her. So, you know, there's ways that they can protect that. But yeah, like that, that's why I'm saying uh, a DQ or, or something along those lines isn't out of the question because they need to protect uh, this Becky change, you know? Yeah, I just, I guess in my head, like, if you're thinking ahead to how many pay-per-views they have before the end of the year, they could have still, I guess, filler? I don't know, but I, I, I'm i thinking more on, I'm probably thinking more of, like, the WWE four pay-per-view, five pay-per-view a year model where, you know, you kind of gave feuds a little bit more time to simmer. Yeah. Like, I would have been fine with Becky having a couple weeks of having a jobber, and, like, she just snaps and, like... You know, is a terrible human. Like, just go on that for a while, and she's just running through the division, like working her way up to get that title shot. So she looks more like a beast. Yeah, but I mean, that wouldn't really make sense either. Like, she just had the title stolen from her. She shouldn't. I don't know. Back of the line, Becky. Back of the line. You got <clears> your <throat> chance. Like, and then like Charlotte could be. Well, more... That's why she's mad in the first place, though. Like, that is the storyline. All right, all right. Like, you're having, like, the same storyline in the same, you know? Yeah, let's do it. It's WWE. You can do whatever you want. You can have Bellas on two shows. You can do this. All right. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's a Hell in the Cell match that I was least inter- like less interested in at some point in my life because so. there have been too many Hell in the Cell matches, right? But Randy Orton... I think his Hell in a Cell matches are the ones that I just don't feel need to be Hell in a Cell matches. Like, why does this match need to be in Hell in a Cell? It doesn't. It shouldn't. It, it makes no real sense. Like, Jeff just keeps singing the obsolete song. Um, is it like... I mean, it's clear that Matt Hardy's not coming back. He's an agent now, right? I, like, he's his Twitter is like he's in a suit and... He he's basically like an agent because I don't think he can wrestle now, and I it's like Jeff's just continuing the gimmick without acknowledging that his brother is just gone. I mean, it's it's all kind of weird. I, if I had to pick someone, I don't know I, Orton. He hasn't gotten a win since he came back, has he? He's gotten a win, but not like a pay per view win. Well. Yeah, I don't think he's had a pay-per-view match, so that would be a little bit difficult. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, okay, who cares? Is is my you know like my my entire thing? Like it, I, I don't care if uh, like there's no there's nowhere to go from this match. Like I don't care if Jeff Hardy wins. What what happens? I don't care if Randy Orton wins. What happens? Like there's, it's not like you know these guys are feuding for the title, doing this, doing that. 
Um, so I, I really don't know. It's it's a strange uh, choice for him to sell, and you know, one that's just kind of feels like, oh, hey, we needed a name in one of these matches. But you know, there are other matches on this show that really should be in the Hell in a Cell. Um, Becky Charlotte, Joe AJ, that's not in Hell in a Cell, right? Nope. Oh, like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, Samoa Joe AJ is a Hell in a Cell match. That's the one that this feud is, is a blood feud, and this guy is talking about his wife and kids. That's a Hell in a Cell match. They got DQ'd on the last pay-per-view. That's a Hell in a Cell match. You know, so it doesn't make any sense why this was uh, the one instead of that. I mean, I guess just because Jeff Hardy's crazy. Like, I mean, the only thing that you can think about that's like in this match, Jeff Hardy has to do something crazy, right? Right, but uh, I guess. I just, I think that's the only thing that you can, I don't know, like hanging from the top of the cell, Huna Conrada or something. Yeah, maybe. All right, so who's your your pick? Who is my pick? Um, I guess I'll go with Orton just because, but I mean. Randy Orton. All right. Uh, Next, we've got the Royal Women's Champion, Ronda Rousey, defending against Alexa Bliss. I don't see any way that Bliss can win. I mean, unless there's some cheating involved, I think Ronda gets the title. Zero percent chance. Yeah, zero percent. Yeah. I mean, I like both. I mean, I've enjoyed what Ronda's doing. I love Alexa Bliss. I'm not pooping on this match uh, just because it's it's so easy to see that there's no way they're going to take the title of Ronda yet. Not before Evolution. Right. You know, Alexa Bliss has probably been like, one of the most surprising best superstars that oh, yeah. we've seen in, in a long time since that draft. You know, when when she got drafted, it was like, what the hell? Alexa Bliss, like, why is she mm-hmm. drafted? She could have she could have been the one on NXT now. Um, but then you immediately saw why she was drafted because she's freaking awesome. Um, so, yeah, this match is going to be good. Uh, they, they have a good story going. But, yeah, Ronda is Ronda, and I don't see her losing that title anytime soon. Yeah, I'm I'm in complete agreement. Um, and it also, it doesn't help that there was the announcement at SummerSlam, right, and NXT that Alexa Bliss is going to face Trish Stratus at Evolution. I mean, you make that announcement, and you don't say that it can possibly be a title match, and then you kind of, for me, dismiss the chance that Alexa Bliss gets the belt here. Oh. Yeah, but Ronda's in a six-man tag, so what difference does that make? Oh, well. Yeah, but the optic... It, it's all about... It's the first women's pay-per-view. Who's going to be holding the title? And, and Ronda having it in the pictures on you know major news streams, I think, is, is what they're going to be aiming for. Right, without question. But you said Alexa fighting Trish means she's not winning the title. I don't think that means anything. Oh, like uh, Rondo's in a six-man tag. All right, cool. Like it, it's, you know what I mean. Uh, okay. I don't think that that alone. I don't think uh, you know plays into anything. Fair. I just thought they announced it too early on, and I hate when they do this stuff like that. 
then we have Samoa Joe versus uh, AJ Styles for the WWE Championship. This I just wish this was Hell in a Cell, yeah. man. But it's so dumb. Yeah, I mean, but if it was Hell in a Cell, then this it would feel like this would be ending. No. Maybe I'm. Maybe okay. I'm, maybe I'm. But like, if AJ wins, it's over anyway. Like, uh, so I, I don't. You know what I mean? Like, if AJ beats Joe, then what does Joe have left anyway? And if Joe wins, then he's the champion, and you continue the feud anyway. So, like, this is a regular uh, match, right? So, right. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. It, it, to me, this being in the cell it just makes so much sense. I think they redo this on uh, SmackDown 1000. AJ retains. I don't know how it's going to... I don't think AJ beats him clean. I mean... I don't know. I guess we could be looking at another DQ. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want it to go down the Shinsuke route. I mean, it'll be crazy if it does go down as a DQ. Like, it'll be like AJ Styles has had the most DQ, like re- retain, like uh, re- has retained the title the most times by DQ than any other WWE champion, which is yeah. kind of crazy. But I don't see Joe winning just yet because of that that SmackDown 1000 to me is a big deal I think you you have AJ carry the belt and have a big title match on that show <laughs> yes but it's not like Samoa Joe can't defend the title against AJ on that show you know oh so well, but again, I think a, a title like, switch yeah what you're saying makes sense but like what's the bigger thing like for Joe to win the belt on that show or for AJ to possibly win the belt on that show True. All right. It's not bad. But yeah, if this was Hell in a Cell, I would say it's Joe and then, you know, AJ gets his rematch, blah, blah, blah. But it not being Hell in a Cell, it makes it a lot tougher to call because they could have a screwy finish. They could have some type of, you know, maybe Wendy shows up and and gets involved and she hits Joe or, or something like that. So, you know, there are a lot of things that can happen. Um, in this match to alter the result. Do, do you think it's been long enough in WWE so uh, for that for jo- Samoa Joe to, to be able to kind of run the uh, the Rey Mysterio like the, the, them to do the Rey Mysterio Eddie Guerrero Dominic Angle where uh, Joe imply like Joe basically like no. says that he's the girl's father. No, it will never be long <laughs> enough for them to run that angle anymore. <laughs> that was. I can't believe they did that. Uh, all right. It made sense in, in that that story and, and that time, but it's a different time now. I don't know that we can do such things. Yeah, you're right. All right, so I think this is going to end like in a double DQ. Yeah, very easily could. All right, and now we have the, uh, the Hell in Cell match. Universal champion Roman Reigns defending his title against Braun Strowman in the Hell in Cell with Mick Foley as a special guest ref. See, this is another one that for me, and maybe I'm wrong here, but it just feels like SummerSlam just happened, right? Um, I just got, I just saw Roman Reigns win. 
after forever. There's no way I think that a title change happens here. But Braun is also cashing in, so you know that adds another wrinkle um, to this whole thing. Um, in my mind, Braun needs that belt, um, and if he loses, it's kind of like, oh, geez, here we go again. You know, this guy fought for this title the whole time, couldn't get there, lost to Brock. Now he's cashing in his money in the bank that he won, and he's losing again. Um, I don't, I don't know. Uh, having the heels on top and the baby faces chasing, you know, just makes sense. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Roman just had this entire thing, but I don't know that it matters. Like Roman will be fine. The crowd is always going to boo him regardless, so it's not going to change anything. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's a tough one. All right. I mean, it's WWE. I think Roman wins. But see, the one thing that, like, why, other than the fact that Foley is, like, your Hell in the Cell, like, he's the Hell in the Cell dude, right? Why did he have to even be here? Couldn't tell you. Unless he plays a role. Like, what if he's, like, pro Strowman? Maybe he calls the match because Roman's trying to get up, and he's like, "No, like he can't go no. anymore." He throws in the towel, like he co- no. Imagine because he's like, you know, he's like, you know why I did it, Roman? I did it because I don't want you to become like me. I know every time I walk down that aisle, like the pain I have, you know, like. Mm-hmm. It makes sense, but. Yeah. Just an that idea. Would not be a good ending for your favorite. To me, it would be more interesting than Roman Reigns just winning the match cleanly. Well, of course, but I don't want to see the pay per view end on Mick Foley stopping it. Hey, we've seen worse, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I want something interesting. I just hope it's not just a clean Roman win. Agreed. All right, so uh, now uh, you want to jump into the CMLL 85th anniversary preview? Nope. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'll be watching it, so you guys make sure you guys follow me on Twitter at rich underscore l a c o n i. I'll be tweeting about it. Um, very interested in the show. Matt Taven's in the main event with Voldor against Roosh and Barbara Carvernario putting his hair on the line. That means that I'm no matter what happens tomorrow night, or but when you guys are listening tonight, no matter what happens, I get to see my favorite guy in CMLL the official barber, and he's going to come out and do his thing. So looking forward to that. No bloody scalps on CMLL's watch. All right, uh, so just make sure, aside from that, I think we've covered everything. Yeah. All right, so make sure you guys follow us on Twitter, Running Wild LWOS. Send us an email, runningwildpodcast at gmail.com. I'm going to need your help with those li- those wrestling lies of current news that I can tell runs while he's on social media hiatus uh, until he gets his bullet discs. Uh, also, uh, make sure you guys uh, check out my Ring of Honor coverage over at pwpoundings.com and rhworld.com. And uh, with all that out of the way, I just want to remind you guys that you've listened to the podcast that is just too sweet. sweet.
For Rich N. Runs, this is the host of Ring of Honor Wrestling, Ian Riccoboni, signing off. Be sure to join them next week for another episode of the Running Wild Podcast.